The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Tuesday Good News Day is a feast day this time. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Tuesday, January 25th, 2022. Tuesday of the third week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. St. Paul's entire life can be explained in terms of one experience, his meeting with Jesus on the road to Damascus. In an instant, he saw that all the zeal of his dynamic personality was being wasted, like the strength of a boxer swinging wildly. From then on, his only work was to present everyone perfect in Christ. For this I labor and struggle in accord with the exercise of his power working within me. Paul's great message to the world was, you are saved entirely by God, not by anything you can do. St. Paul. Pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you, and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. We join Pope Francis in praying for those suffering from religious discrimination and persecution. May their own rights and dignity be recognized, which originate from being brothers and sisters in the human family. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, today we celebrate the great feast of the conversion of St. Paul, your chosen instrument, your chosen vessel to bring the gospel to the whole to the whole world. And today, Jesus, also we, with all our heart, we pray to you and with you for the communion of all Christians, for the unity of all those who share your baptism. Because today we finish the um, octave of prayer for Christian unity. Uh, this wonderful intention, this great desire we all have, and which somehow is a natural outcome of our baptism, that we may all be one. You, Lord, at, at your Last Supper, that's what you prayed for. You prayed for unity among all your people. And, and Lord, we're sorry for anything in our lives that has contributed to a lack of unity among Christians. 
and we pray. We pray with all our hearts, with faith, with confidence. We pray, especially today through the intercession of St. Paul, we pray for the unity of Christians. Lord, you can do it. You can grant this great grace, and so we place it in your hands. In the first reading of today's Mass, we have St. Paul himself recounting the moment of his conversion when he's on his way to Damascus to carry out a persecution against Christians. And he tells us that on that journey, as I drew near to Damascus, about noon, a great light from the sky suddenly shone around me. I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? I replied, Who are you, sir? And he said to me, I am Jesus the Nazarene, whom you are persecuting. Subsequently, Saul converts and follows the Lord's instructions and goes into the town and meets the disciple of the Lord called Ananias, who helps him to prepare to be fully converted, if you like, to enter the church. But just to pause here in our meditation on the way, Lord Jesus, in which you addressed Saul. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Saul replies, who are you? And Lord, you reply, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are persecuting. Jesus, here, there's something very, very beautiful for us. It's the way in which you identify yourself with your church. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. If Christians are persecuted, Christ is being persecuted. If the church is being damaged or wounded, Christ has been lacerated, Christ has been wounded. How important it is that we have a deep understanding of the church. The church is not just some historical institution that kind of trundles its way through history. The church is the living presence of the redeeming Christ who teaches and heals and sanctifies down through history. We might even say that you, Jesus, you are the very self of the church. Let us pray now for the church, for the living body of Christ, the mystical body of Christ. And let's ask the Holy Spirit to fill us with a great love for the church, because the Holy Spirit is the soul of the church, nothing less than the soul of the church, just as your soul and my soul gives life, gives animation to our body, to our whole being. The Holy Spirit animates, fills the life of the church. You know, and we all are aware that it can be fashionable, politically correct to say, well, yes, I, I like Jesus, but I have no time for the church. Or, yeah, Christ is attractive, but I've no time for organized religion. Or it can even be quite common to hear people speak in a very derogative way of the so-called institutional church. Well, the church is an institution. She is the instituted, the founded presence of Christ in and through history. And that's why the church, no matter how wounded or battered she may seem in a particular place or in a particular time, is full of the saving power of God. And that is why the church persists and survives down through history when all other institutions, even the most seemingly powerful ones, 
collapse and fail and fade away. It's not a question of being triumphalistic to say that the church has a life of her own, that she has, in a sense, the eternal life of God. That's not triumphalism. That's a question of faith. But it's also borne out by history. It is good, today especially on the feast of the conversion of the great apostle of the Gentiles, to pray about the nature of the church and to realise that, Lord, you, Jesus, you're at the very heart of the church. You are the life of the church. We often say that, that the Eucharistic body of Jesus is at the very centre, the very nerve centre of the mystical body of Jesus, of the people of God. A number of years ago, not long ago, uh, there was quite a high-profile conversion to the Catholic Church from Ulf and Brigitte Eggman, who, um, well, who, who ran an enormous uh, megachurch in Sweden. And gradually, through study, they were great for studying and for reflecting, and through prayer, and through meeting different people, and above all, through the grace of God, they came into the fullness of communion with the Catholic Church. And Ulf, in, uh, in the book in which they, they co-wrote, it's called The Great Discovery. It's, it's a lovely read. Um, in that book, they recount their conversion. And Ulf, in a certain point, talks that how important it was along the way to, uh, to their full communion with, with, with the church to discover the reality of the church. He says, I began to appreciate the church more and more. I realized that I, just like the Apostle Paul, had in fact lashed out at Christ by attacking other Christians. This was what Jesus said to Saul when he was thrown off his saddle on the way to Damascus. Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Ulf then writes, I had not fully understood the intimate closeness that exists between Jesus and his church, between the head and the limbs. I knew about it theoretically, of course, but now... I began to realize how filled the church actually is with the presence of Jesus and how close he always is to each and every one of us. I understood that the church was not only something problematic or a stepping stone between Jesus and us. Jesus himself comes to us in and through his church. I began to love and discover the church. Jesus, help us to love and discover the church ever more deeply. Help us to, with our lives, to build up the Church of God. How do we do that? How do you do that? Well, first of all, by sanctifying our own lives, by seeking to be holy, by doing our work well, by being people of prayer, by building friendship and communion with all the people around us, by being a source of unity and love within the Church, unity with the Holy Father, unity with all the pastors of the Church, unity with all the women and men who form the church. In our prayer, reaching out to our brothers and sisters who may be in far-flung countries are suffering for the faith, praying for those who struggle against the forces of secularism or of, I don't know, anti-Christian forces in whatever form they may be. This is how we love the church. And this is how we treat her tenderly, compassionately. And at the same time, this is how we are strengthened by her faith. Jesus, help me to love you in and through your church. Jesus, help me to recognize and venerate you in and through your church. Mary, our mother, intercede for us. 
I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this time of prayer. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour. We'll begin praying the hours in just a few minutes on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Reading. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim your praise. praise. Come, let us worship God on the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Come, let us worship God on the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship God on the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship God. On the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship God. On the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship God on the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger... They shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship God 
On the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship God. On the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. You harm only yourself by kicking against the goad. Who Who are are you, Lord? Lord? I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. You harm only yourself by kicking against the goad. The heavens proclaim the glory of God and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun, It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. You harm only yourself by kicking against the goad. Go, Ananias, and seek out Saul, who is praying to me. He is the one I have chosen to make my name known to the Gentiles and their kings, as well as to the people of Israel. Go, Ananias, and seek out Saul, who is praying to me. He is the one I have chosen to make my name known to the Gentiles and their kings, as well as to the people of Israel. Hear my voice, O God, as I complain. Guard my life from the dread of the foe. Hide me from the band of the wicked, from the throng of those who do evil. They sharpen their tongues like swords. They aim bitter words like arrows to shoot at the innocent from ambush, shooting suddenly and recklessly. They scheme their evil course. They conspire to lay secret snares. They say, who will see us? Who can search out our crimes? He will search who searches the mind and knows the depths of the heart. God has shot them with his arrow and dealt them sudden wounds. Their own tongue has brought them to ruin, and all who see them mock. Then will all men fear. They will tell what God has done. They will understand God's deeds. The just will rejoice in the Lord and fly to him for refuge. All the upright hearts will glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Go, Ananias, and seek out Saul, who is praying to me. He is the one I have chosen to make my name known to the Gentiles and their kings, as well as to the people of Israel. Paul went into the synagogues and proclaimed to the Jews that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. Paul went went into into the synagogues and and proclaimed to the Jews that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. The Lord is King. Let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice, and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits... Worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Paul went went into into the synagogues and and proclaimed to the Jews that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He is slow to anger and full of compassion. A reading from a letter of the Apostle Paul to the Galatians. I assure you, brothers, the gospel I proclaim to you is no mere human invention. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I schooled in it. It came by revelation from Jesus Christ. You have heard, I know, the story of my former way of life in Judaism. You know that I went to extremes in persecuting the Church of God and tried to destroy it. I made progress in Jewish observance far beyond most of my contemporaries in my excess of zeal to live out all the traditions of my ancestors. But the time came when he who had set me apart before I was born and called me by his favor, chose to reveal his Son to me, that I might spread among the Gentiles the good tidings concerning him. Immediately, without seeking human advisors, or even going to Jerusalem to see those who were apostles before me, I went off to Arabia. Later I returned to Damascus. Three years after that, 
I went up to Jerusalem to get to know Cephas, with whom I stayed fifteen days. I did not meet any other apostles except James, the brother of the Lord. I declare before God that what I have just written is true. Thereafter I entered the regions of Syria and Cilicia. The communities of Christ in Judea had no idea what I looked like. They had only heard that he who was formerly persecuting us is now preaching the faith he tried to destroy. And they gave glory to God on my account. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. The gospel which I preached to you is not a human message. I did did not not receive it through any man, but from from our our Lord Jesus Christ, Christ, who revealed it to me. As surely as Christ's truth is in me, I have preached the gospel to you. I did not receive it through any man, but from our Lord Jesus Christ, who revealed it to me. From a homily by St. John Chrysostom, Bishop. Paul, more than anyone else, has shown us what man really is and in what our nobility consists and of what virtue this particular animal is capable Each day he aimed ever higher. Each day he rose up with greater ardor and faced with new eagerness the dangers that threatened him. He summed up his attitude in the words, I forget what is behind me and push on to what lies ahead. When he saw death imminent, he bade others share his joy. Rejoice and be glad with me. And when danger, injustice, and abuse threatened, he said, I am content with weakness, mistreatment, and persecution. These he called the weapons of righteousness, thus telling us that he derived immense profit from them. Thus, amid the traps set for him by his enemies, with exultant heart, he turned their every attack into a victory for himself. Constantly beaten, abused, and cursed, he boasted of it as though he were celebrating a triumphal procession and taking trophies home, and offered thanks to God for it all. Thanks be to God, who is always victorious in us. This is why he was far more eager for the shameful abuse that his zeal in preaching brought upon him than we are for the most pleasing honors, more eager for death than we are for life, for poverty more than we are for wealth. He yearned for toil far more than others yearn for rest after toil. The one thing he feared, indeed dreaded, was to offend God. Nothing else could sway him. Therefore, the only thing he really wanted was always to please God. The most important thing of all to him, however, was that he knew himself to be loved by Christ. Enjoying this love, he considered himself happier than anyone else. Were he without it, it would be be no satisfaction to be the friend of principalities and powers. He preferred to be thus loved and be the least of all, or even to be among the damned than to be without that love and be among the great and honored. To be separated from that love was in his eyes the greatest and most extraordinary of torments. The pain of that loss would alone have been hell and endless, unbearable torture. So, too, in being loved by Christ, he thought of himself as possessing life, the world, the angels, 
present and future, the kingdom, the promise, and countless blessings. Apart from that love, nothing saddened or delighted him, for nothing earthly did he regard as bitter or sweet. Paul set no store by the things that fill our visible world any more than a man sets value on the withered grass of the field. As for tyrannical rulers or the people enraged against him, he paid them no more heed than gnats. Death itself and pain and whatever torments might come were but child's play to him, provided that thereby he might bear some burden for the sake of Christ. God was merciful to me because in my unbelief I acted in ignorance. The abundant abundant grace of our Lord was poured out on me and gave me the faith and love which are ours through union with Christ Jesus. I am not worthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. The abundant grace of our Lord was poured out on me and gave me the faith and love which are ours through union with Christ Jesus. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, Cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, Advocate and Guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb, You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people. But with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory. 
Augustine. God, our Father, you taught the gospel to all the world through the preaching of Paul, your apostle. May we who celebrate his conversion to the faith follow him in bearing witness to your truth. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's the Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord gives the Great Commission to the Apostles from the 16th chapter of the Gospel of Mark. Afterward, he appeared to the eleven themselves as they sat at table, and he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to the whole creation. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up serpents and if they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. I have always had a fondness for St. Paul, whom we celebrate today, not just because I share his name, but because he was such an earthy, no-nonsense type of guy who had total trust in God. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 6, Special Feasts. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and sacrificed himself for me. Surely we will never forget those times when Jesus has stepped into our lives, perhaps without prior warning. St. Paul certainly never forgot his memorable encounter with the risen Lord on the road to Damascus. St. Paul uses this phrase to mark when his life began anew. On other occasions, he states that this was the turning point of his entire life. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. The life of St. Paul is a beacon of hope because who can say that they cannot overcome their faults when one of the most zealous persecutors of the believers could be transformed into the apostle to the Gentiles? God's grace can still work miracles in human hearts in our day, but the power of God depends upon our correspondence to grace. God's grace is sufficient. What is necessary is our free, wholehearted assent to grace. With regard to St. Paul's adage, not because of me, but because of the grace of God in me, St. Augustine comments, this is to say, not because of me alone, but because of God working with me. And for this reason, not because of the grace of God alone, nor myself alone, 
but the grace of God and him. If we live our lives counting upon the help of God's grace, we will find ourselves able to overcome any defect or disappointment. The Lord is constantly calling us to begin again, to convert our hearts, to walk in peace and joy along the divine ways of the earth. Like St. Paul, we have to respond to the Lord's invitation. What shall I do, Lord? In what areas do you want me to struggle harder? In what ways do you want me to change my behavior? Since Jesus is always seeking us out, St. Teresa advises us, it is paramount that we draw forth new energy to be useful as well as being very grateful for that gift. These are the conditions which the Lord sets down. If we do not manage his treasures well, he will give them to another and we end up paupers. The Lord will give his jewels to someone who will make them shine more radiantly. What shall I do, Lord? Let us ask this question from the depths of our hearts many times during the course of the day. Jesus will show us where our love has fallen short or has not deepened as God has wanted it. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, we continue praying as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. I know the one whom I have trusted, and I am certain that he, the just judge, has power to keep safe what he has entrusted to me until that day. I know the one whom I have trusted, and I am certain that he, the just judge, has power to keep safe what he has entrusted to me until that day. O God, you are my God, for you I long. For you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life. My lips will speak your praise. So I will bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you. On you I muse through the night, for you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I know the one whom I have trusted, and I am certain that he, the just judge, has power to keep safe what he has entrusted to me until that day. Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. 
Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills, bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven, praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. Paul, my, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. God's grace in me has not been without fruit. It is always at work in me. God's grace in me has not been without fruit. It is always at work in me. Sing a new song to the Lord, His praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its Maker. Let Zion's sons exult in their King. Let them praise his name with dancing and make music with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory, shout for joy and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips and a two-edged sword in their hand to deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples, to bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron, to carry out the sentence preordained. This honor falls for all his faithful. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. God's grace in me has not been without fruit. It is always at work in me. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles I have appeared to you to designate you as my servant and as a witness to what you have seen of me and what you will see of me. I have delivered you from this people and from the nations to open the eyes of those to whom I am sending you, to turn them from darkness to light and from the dominion of Satan to God, that through their faith in me they may obtain the forgiveness of their sins and a portion among God's people. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. You are a chosen instrument, Holy Apostle Paul. You are a chosen instrument, Holy Apostle Paul. Preacher of truth to the whole world, Holy Apostle Paul. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. You are a chosen instrument, Holy Apostle Paul. Let us celebrate the conversion of St. Paul the Apostle. He was transformed from being a persecutor of Christ into a vessel of His grace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to His people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of His servant David. Through His holy prophets He promised of old that He would save us from our enemies, from from the hands of all who hate us. He He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember His holy covenant. This was the oath He swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship Him without fear, holy and righteous in His sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare His way, to give His people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us celebrate the conversion of St. Paul the Apostle. He was transformed from being a persecutor of Christ into a vessel of His grace. Beloved friends, we have inherited heaven along with the Apostles, 
Let us give thanks to the Father for all his gifts. The company company of apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for the banquet of Christ's body and blood given us through the apostles, which refreshes us and gives us life. The The company company of of apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for the feast of your word prepared for us by the apostles, giving us light and joy. The The company of of apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for your holy church, founded on the apostles, where we are gathered together into your community. The The company of apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for the cleansing power of baptism and penance that you have entrusted to your apostles, through which we are cleansed of our sins. The The company company of of apostles praises you, O Lord. We pray now for the people in our own lives who bring us the gospel and bring the gospel to the world in the model of the apostles who preached before us. Let us pray. The company company of apostles praises you, O Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as as we we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Father, you taught the gospel to all the world through the preaching of Paul, your apostle. May we who celebrate his conversion to the faith follow him in bearing witness to your truth. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. St. Paul, pray for us. It's another great day in the Lord. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.